Do you like a good scare? Do you have a dark and disturbing imagination? Then you've come to the right place. Time Warp Studios proudly presents The Shiver Show. I am Mary Labrie, here with co-host Greg Flynn. It's great to be here, Mary. Our story today is Zero Hour by rock star of sci-fi, Ray Bradbury. Well, Mary, I can't imagine how this story could possibly be scary. I believe it features a chirpy little girl who likes to play games. Surely there's absolutely no reason for me to be afraid. Here we go. From the far horizons of the unknown come transcribed tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future. Adventures in which you'll live in a million could be years on a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Street and Smith, publishers of astounding science fiction, presents X minus one. Tonight's story, Zero Hour, by Ray Bradbury. It was a perfect summer day in the year 1985. Sunlight illumined the suburbs and the town drowsed on a tide of warm, sunlit air. On the lawns, the children played. And in the homes, busy mothers prepared for the evening arrival of their husbands. Excuse me, Mom. Good heavens, Mink. What's all the excitement? We're playing a game, Mommy, the most exciting game ever. What are you doing in that cabinet? I need some tools from Daddy's kit. Your father may not want... I'll take good care of them, Mom, I promise. Very well, dear. Don't lose anything. Oh, what's the name of the game, Mink? Invasion. Invasion. What will they think of next? This and this and this and this. Put that over there and bring that over here. No, you ninny. Now get back while I fix this. They want it this way. See? Sure. Just let me fix this. We'd better talk to Drill and get some more instructions, Art. Where is Drill? Drill? Hey, Drill! Drill! He's in the rosebush, I think. I'll talk to him myself, and you write it down on the pad. Okay. Drill? Drill? Okay. Drill wants you to write down triangle. What's a triangle? Never mind. Drill will tell us when he wants us to know. It helps the invasion. Well, how do you spell it? Drill, how do you... Shh! Mink, here's your mother looking out the window. Mink, who are you talking to? The rosebush, Mom. Only it's not really a rosebush. That's Drill. Who's Drill? He's planning the invasion. Oh, what an imagination. You'd better come in, dear, and clean up for supper. In just a second, Mom. Art, did you write down what Drill just said? Yup. Four, nine, seven, and A, and B, and X, 
and a fork and a string and a hex... Hexagony. Hexagonal, Droopy. Oh. Come in, Mink. Supper's in ten minutes. Okay, Mom. Just a minute. I have to tell Drill. I wish we didn't have to eat, though. It holds up the invasion. Mink, for heaven's sake, slow down. You'll choke on that soup. I can't, Mom. It's a matter of life and death. What's a matter of life and death? The invasion. What invasion is that? Oh, just some silly game the children have been playing. Well, whatever it is, Mink, it'll wait until you've finished your supper, I'm sure. But Drill is waiting for me, Daddy. Oh, who's Drill? New boy in the neighborhood? He's new, all right, only you can't see him. Not yet. He hasn't come through yet. What do you mean, you can't see him? He lives in a rose bush in our backyard. Oh. <laughs> Imagination, Henry. Mm-hmm. Well, while you're at it, uh, tell me more about this new game. It's Martians invading Earth, Dad. What? Well, not exactly Martians, Dad. They're from... I don't know. From up. And from the inside of that little head of yours. You're laughing. Drill said you would. You'll kill Drill and... and everybody. Well, I didn't know you could kill a Martian. Not really a Martian, Mum. Maybe he's from Jupiter. Or Venus, even. <gasps> Imagine. They couldn't figure out a way to attack the Earth. So the kids are helping the Martians. Oh, pretty slick, those Martians, using the kids for a fifth column, eh, Mary? <laughs> Drill says after the invasion, we can stay up as late as we want. No more baths, either. Oh, is that so? And we can watch all the grown-up televisor shows. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't wonder this invasion has caught on among the kids. Some of the kids are giving us trouble, like Dale Britz and Petey Jerrick. They're growing up, so they won't believe in the invasion. They make fun, worse than parents, even. I hate them worst. We'll kill them first. I hope you're saving your father and me for last. Drill says you're dangerous. Know why? Why? Because you don't believe the Martians ought to let us kids run the world. But I think they'll let me keep you because I'm helping so much. I'll talk to Drill. Maybe we won't have to kill you. Uh, Mary, I think this nonsense has gone far enough. Can I go out now, please? Run along, dear. Uh. Dad, I won't let them hurt you. Televisor. Oh, would you please connect me with Mrs. Helen Rogerson on Channel 72Z, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What is your channel, please? 817X, New Rochelle, New York. Thank you. <clears throat> Just a moment. Go ahead. You can see your party now. Hi, sis. How are things in New York? Fine, Helen. How are things in Pittsburgh? Oh, you look tired. Oh, I've been having a terrible time with the children. Sick? No, just underfoot. They've got a new game that's got me just about crazy. It's called Invasion. Did you say Invasion? Mm. Isn't that strange? My mink is playing it, too. My boy Tim is all involved with some imaginary fellow named Drill who's running the Invasion. Must be a new password. Mink likes him, too. How do you suppose these games start? My backyard looks like a scrap drive. They've got every conceivable kind of mechanical gadget out there. I talked to Josephine Schiller in Boston, and she says her kids are wild about it, too. It's sweeping the country. I can't understand it. Helen, do you suppose... What? Oh, nothing. Just a wild thought that crossed my mind. 
Oh, say, the reason I called is that black and white cake recipe. What was that? I don't know. One of the children might have hurt himself. I'll have to run and see, dear. Call me back tonight, will you? All right, Mary. Bye. Mink? What is it? Who was that who screamed? Peggy Ann. What happened? She got scared and ran home. Did you hit her? Nope. She just got scared. She's a scare baby anyway. Now, Mink, tell me why she screamed. No, I can't. Mink, you'll answer me or come inside this instant. I've had enough nonsense. I can't quit now, Mom. It's almost zero hour. Then tell me what frightened Peggy Ann. Okay, she saw Drill. He almost came through. Through what? Those pipes and things we set up. She looked into one of the pipes and screamed. I guess she saw Drill. And no one hit her? No, Mom. Very well, Mink. I'll call Peggy Ann's mother and see how she is. If we could only get Drill through, it would be easy. Then all the others could come through after him. I'm going in now, Mink. I'll call you in for your bath in half an hour. Your father and I want to go out tonight. You won't be able to go out, Mom. Why not? Zero hours, five o'clock, Mom. Oh, dear. Oh, you're home early, Henry. Mm-hmm. Thought I'd relax a little before we went to the theater. Where's the little one? Out back. Oh, same game? Mm-hmm, same game. They've got a stack of pipes and hammers and spoons a mile high out there. Oh, my children, children. Why do we have them? Well, they are strange creatures, aren't they? Even Mink. She's a part of us, and yet... Yeah, uh, look, dear, I'd like to discuss this with you, but we do have a theater date, and it's almost five o'clock now, so... Hey, what's happened to the kids? They're so quiet. Now, when children are quiet, you know there's some mischief. Say, what's that sound? I don't know. Those kids aren't playing with anything electrical, are they? Oh, I'm sure they aren't. A- at well, least just I... the same, I'd better go out. Henry, hmm? ask them to put off the invasion. Lord, what's that? Mary, look out the window. Henry! What is it? Where are the children? Mary, why are you shaking? What did you see? Henry! Hmm? Quick, up to the attic. Well, they aren't in the attic. Yes, yes, the attic, quick. Mary, come back here. Mary, don't go up. They aren't up there. Mary, are you out of your mind? There's no one up here. Quick, shut the door. Lock it, lock it. But there's nothing up here. What is wrong with you? Now, Mary, come to your senses. Henry, and we've got to stay here and hide. What are you talking about? I saw it through the window. Henry, it was horrible. They weren't making believe. It is an invasion. Oh, Mary, for heaven's sake, let's get down out of this attic and talk this over sensibly. I want to find out if Mink is all right. She's all right. I saw her. She was leading them around the corner of the house. Leading who? The kids? Shh. Listen. Well, there's nothing. Listen. The front door. They're coming. Good Lord, those kids sound like 50 men with boots on. No, not men. Oh, please, God, don't let them find us. Don't let them, please, God. I don't understand this. Who's there? Don't shout, they'll hear. Who's down there? I demand that you answer me. They're coming. The whole house is shaking. Who's there? Please be quiet. They might go away. Henry. Henry. Mom? Dad? Are you in the attic? Henry, listen. That's Mink. It's 
Mink, we've got to save her. Henry, don't you understand? She's leading them. What? She's leading them. She's on their side, Henry. Oh, please, God, forgive them. The children on their side? She told us, but we wouldn't believe her. Shh, listen. They're coming up. Oh, God. Mom? Dad? We know you're in there. I guess you'd better melt the lock drill. Henry? Henry, the lock. It's melting. The door. Oh, dear God. Mom, Dad? Oh, I see you now. Peekaboo! Tonight by transcription, X-1 has brought you Zero Hour by Ray Bradbury, as adapted for radio by George Lefferts. Featured in the cast were Nina Reeder, David Pfeffer, Peggy Lubin, Les Damon, Raleigh Bester, Bob Hastings, and John Larkin. X-1 was directed by Daniel Sutter and is an NBC Radio Network production. Greg, what did you think of Zero Hour by the wonderful Ray Bradbury? A totally plausible plot, Mary. After all, from my experience, children already rule the world. Uh, My grandchildren, for instance, certainly know who's the boss in our family. They are. (laughs) Well, I, I mean, I think there's been many regimes that have overthrown the establishment by enlisting the children. Uh, we won't go into some of those because they're quite dark stories. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, yes, yeah, some 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 of them might have gone for brown shirts. I think that might have been one one of the <laughs> issues. Yes, but this was written by Ray Bradbury in 1956, and I think that it's just a an absolutely brilliant little story. It's a short. It's not very long, um, and the future is 1985, which, mm. in our opinion, is definitely the past but um, I think that it kind of captures how children can be enlisted to to do things that we can't imagine them uh, capable of doing right oh absolutely and I think that um, drill has uh, if you pardon the expression got it nailed with that idea where he tells the kids that uh, they'll no longer have bar need to have baths and uh, they can watch um, adult television mind you in the mid-50s, I think the word adult television had a more innocent connotation. So um, we've got uh, a fairly, I thought, a very good um, uh, child actor here, child voice actor, whose name was Nina Reeder, playing Mink. I thought she was very creepy. And that strange name, Mink, by the way, for that um, which is uh, is is um, is creepy enough as as well as drill. Yeah, interesting name for the uh, the. I, I guess we can assume it's an alien. Maybe it's a robot. Um, unclear. They find him in the rose bushes. So I'm a, I'm I'm assuming some kind of physical form. Yeah. Um, yeah, did they did they say whether it was a robot or an alien? I uh, can't remember. They didn't, but I'm I'm glad you raised that raised that because there's a number of um, radio adaptions of this Ray Bradbury uh, story, and uh, 
most of them don't shilly-shally around the origin of Drill and his alien pals, like uh, this version we've heard uh, this evening, uh, because they have, in, in our version, we've got Mink saying, not exactly Martians, they're from up. Maybe he's from Jupiter or Venus even. Now, elsewhere, they just say it's Martians, which fits the Bradbury style, you know, uh, because he wrote the short stories, The Martian Chronicles, as well as those novels like Fahrenheit 451, and that one with a terrific title, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Oh, yes. And and could also apply to Drill when he's clumping up those stairs. So we've got the invasion game. I think this is a, a fabulous um, setup. And the kids are helping. And and the game is sweeping the country. So she has that yes. conversation with her. I think it's her sister. But mom, who's played by Peggy Lieben, um, yeah. uh, is is speaking uh, with her friend. And she goes, oh, yes, our, our children are doing it. And they don't kind of go, oh, that's interesting. How, did, how are children <laughs> in different cities knowing the same game and all seem to know who Drill is? So it's a wonderful kind of setup. But the thing that drove me crazy with this was they run up into the attic to hide from Drill and the team. Yep. And the husband, instead of being quiet and trying to preserve himself, is yelling his head off at his wife. I know. <laughs> but if we come right back, uh, we're yelling his head off. Uh, but coming right back to your original point about um, about creepy <laughs> creepy kids, um, there's uh, uh, with uh, Nina, the the actresses, uh, those closing lines. Whereas Mink, she's um, after calling out, "Mum, Dad, are you in the attic?" And by the way, this is a pro tip: uh, the best answer is no answer. <laughs> Unlike. <laughs> Unlike the father, the answer is you got your creepy and a killer and a killer Martian. Then uh, Mink says, "I see you now, peekaboo," <laughs> and then there's that incredible scream. That's yes. a knockout scream. That's a knockout scream. I think there must be a library of scream sounds that are used oh. for different. Oh. Because not everyone can do it. No. Well, <laughs> I was thinking of have, having that as a ringtone for some of the people that I don't like, you know, an individual ringtone. <laughs> Just to remind me, don't pick up that phone. <laughs> I thought it was a, a, because I'm always on the lookout for um, older productions like this that could be reimagined as new ones and, mm. um, and, and produce them um, again. Um, I think this one with a bit of social media as opposed to just talking to someone in the rose bushes. Um, but, you know, like uh, how the kids, how the kids get enlisted and, and how they're actually communicating with each other. You could have a lot yeah. of fun using new technology. Um, how would they infiltrate and, um, and indoctrinate um, the youth of today? It'd be quite fun. Well, on on the subject of um, of technology, there's some nice mid nineteen fifties uh, touches there. This is with uh, Bradbury, so he's got a prediction in there that in the summer of nineteen eighty five, people in different cities would be calling each other on video telephones. Yes, he wasn't that far out um, from um, you know Zoom calls and other ways of communicating. And uh, also the prediction that by the mid-1980s, children would be captivated by aliens. Well, I present to you that's spot on with that TV series, ALF. 
Did you ever watch Alf, the alien life form? Yeah, no. Who was in that? Well, well, a puppet. Oh. <laughs> Blunt. But it was good fun. It was good fun. That was 1986, I think, it kicked off. I mean, you've got in 1982, you have E.T., um, which oh. I think is a much more benevolent alien, let's, yes. let's be honest, but also a puppet. So it was, you know, Steven Spielberg used a puppet for E.T., um, with the timing uh, um, on the invasion, the actual physical time, that's five o'clock. So I was very disturbed to hear that, uh, that the kids and the aliens had set that invasion time zero hour for five o'clock. Uh, that's because to prove to myself I don't need alcohol, I don't have a drink until six o'clock, right? So if Mink and Drill's invasion plans were put in place, let's say, tomorrow, I wouldn't even have an Irish whiskey in my hand before I heard drill clumping up the stairs. I mean, talk about Martians being inconsiderate. So I'm I'm going to recommend Invasion sometime, let's say, 7 o'clock-ish. 7-ish, yeah. Yeah, a couple of drinks in uh, before they arrive. Yeah, take the edge off. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in the attic? Ah, sure. That's our show for tonight. Thank you for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, we're out there. You can find The Shiver Show and Time Warp Studios on our website, which is timewarpstudios.com. And there are links to all of our social media there. Music for this show is The Maze by Material Girl. <laughs>